You're listening to the American Girl Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Girls Podcast. I'm Shay. And I'm Jess. And today we have an incredible topic. Yeah, learning to really like yourself. And underline really. Really. Because we hear a lot of messages about how important it is to be confident Mm -hmm. and have high Mm self-esteem. But how do you do that? Again, we were like super inspired by the Smart Girls book. Um, This one's called Liking Yourself even on the bad days, which is is really the point of yeah. this episode, which is like the secrets to trusting yourself, being your own best friend, and then never letting the bad days bring you down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's because so much to talk there's about. There's so much to talk about. We can't do it in one episode. But I really, really believe that the relationship that we have with ourselves, Shay, is the most important relationship we will ever make. I completely agree. Do you? I completely agree. And I feel like Additionally, the relationship we have with ourselves changes the relationships we have with other people. When you're negative about yourself, you're going to be surrounded by other people that have that same energy and then it just brings you lower down. But when you're really happy with who you are and feeling really good and positive, you're surrounded by those same people and it lifts you up even more. Agree. I would also love to say that confidence is a journey. It's not just a destination. Yes. I love that. So it's like happens in little bits and it happens because you learn new things about yourself Mm -hmm. or you learn how to do new things. There are so many elements that bring you confidence. And then I think the more confident we feel, the more we like ourselves. So I'm curious for you, what liking yourself feels like? And when did you realize that it was important to like who you are? Ooh, um, For me, liking myself really just feels like not worrying about anything that I'm doing. Mm. Um, like I, I just feel my mind is completely free of overthinking. I, I'm not thinking about how I look, mm. how I sound, how I feel, like any of those things. I just feel really, really relaxed. And I feel like a lot of the times this happens when I'm in environments that I feel safe in mm-hmm. or environments that I feel really happy in, like some of the creative things that I do where I'm just like so focused on that that I'm not even worrying about anything else. Um I feel like when I was younger, it was kind of something that never even crossed my mind of like, oh, I need to be confident. It was just something that I naturally had. And then later I realized that there were a lot of things that you could get insecure about um, as I started growing up. And then I kind of circled back around and I was like, no, actually, those are things that we all have and we all worry about. We don't need to be overthinking them. So I feel like it's been in these last couple of years that I've really, really gotten back into liking myself and feeling more confident. Um, I think it ebbs and flows. That's what I want to tell everybody listening. Like, I don't know that there's a person alive who loves or likes themselves fully every single single second of the day, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about like the ways that we discover different parts of ourselves. So we, when we know ourselves, we have more of a chance to like ourselves. Yeah, and just you keep saying, like learning more about yourself, yeah. discovering new parts of yourself. How does staying curious about who you are and learning those new things about who you are really help with self-confidence? See, that's the big key is staying curious, Shay, because I think staying curious allows you to be more self-accepting. Mm. of the things you don't know. And so you're going to try new things and sometimes they're not going to work. And that doesn't mean you're a failure or you did it wrong or that you're bad. It just means you're learning. So I have this motto that I love about curiosity and it's always learning, always growing. 
And if you think about that, it never ends. It doesn't end when you're a kid. It's not ending when I'm an adult. We're always being curious. What are you curious about with you in your life? I feel like um, I love trying new things. And like even being on this podcast is something that I have never done before. And quite honestly, I was a little bit nervous about it when we were first starting. Um, But I told myself that it was going to be okay and it was going to be a learning experience and I was going to have a really good time. And then that ended up being exactly the case. So I feel like there are a lot of things that you might be really scared to try. But if you talk to yourself and tell yourself that even just trying it is a really amazing step, even just going for it is incredible, then you can kind of talk yourself off that ledge of really freaking out. You mentioned something really important, which is the Mm self-talk that we have in our head. And and you mentioned earlier, like if you're kind of tending to be negative, you might attract more negative people or more experiences. I often think a lot about the voice in my head. Am I being kind to myself? Would I talk this way? to yeah. anybody else. Yeah. What I oh my think God, this yeah. way about anybody else. Usually no. the answer is no. Yeah, we're so tough on yeah. ourselves and we don't even realize it. Like you you might look in the mirror and say things about yourself, like you just said, that you would never even think about saying to another person. No. And we should not normalize that. That's not normal. We need to speak to ourselves kindly. And I think over time, that really helps you become your own best friend. Because I think, think about your best friend, right? Or somebody close to you in your life. Of course, you want the best for them. You want Mm -hmm. them to try new things. Mm -hmm. You want them to learn about themselves. To succeed. Yeah, you want them to succeed and be happy. And when they have rough moments, you want them to know they're going to be okay. So we want everybody listening to think about themselves in that same respectful way. Exactly. But we know that Growing up today can be hard. There's a lot of influences around us. Yeah, that can a lot tell, of comparing. A lot of comparing. Yeah. We've talked about social media before. Mm-hmm. If you're on social media, that could be kind of a tough place to navigate yeah. at times. But all the things we talk about on this show could have an impact on how we like ourselves. And so we've got a great guest today. And we've got, you know, some good conversations for us to, like, work our way through it together. Today we have Nia Dennis who is an incredibly talented UCLA gymnast. You guys may know her for her Beyonce floor routine, which went viral. She is a huge inspiration to so many girls and is always so real about liking yourself and some of the challenges that come with it. And so I am so excited to get to talk to her today. Nia, we are so excited to have you here to you're talk You're so close. We can touch. I know. You're in person. I can't touch you. Okay. Right. I mean, we I get have. Them. We get them um, <laughs> to talk about confidence and really, really liking yourself. So I want to start with maybe a little bit of an obvious question, mm-hmm. but do you like yourself? I do. I love myself. and <gasps> I love that. It took a long time to get here, honestly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. an easy journey to learn to love myself and like myself, but I have arrived. Why do you think it was hard? Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, it was hard from so many pressures coming from the outside society, your parents, your friends, your peers, coaches or um, teachers, you know, whoever it is that was kind of an authority, authoritative figure Mm -hmm. to you in your life. It felt like there was pressure coming from them and what you were supposed to do, how you're supposed to behave, what you're supposed to look like. And if you weren't doing these things um, to their expectations or to their what they wanted you to do. Yeah you felt like you were failing or you felt like you weren't good enough or whatever. Like my life story was that I was not good enough. That's what I was always tell myself. Mm. Growing up all the time, like, geez, not good enough again, not good enough again. While I was making progress, 
I wasn't even acknowledging my progress because it wasn't good enough to everybody else. Yeah. We were talking about that before, that the idea of learning to like yourself is really about how you build a relationship with yourself. And you can't do that if we're constantly looking to everybody on the outside. Yeah, worrying about how they perceive you. You Mm -hmm. have to just focus on yourself and how you feel about yourself. So when did that change for you, do you think? College. Really? It literally happened a long, like not that long ago. <laughs> um, it took a long time to get here. Like I yeah. said, um, I started to learn to appreciate my downs, appreciate my ups, mm. and accept, learn how to accept myself. And, you know, Miss Val, the head coach of UCLA, oh, retired head coach of UCLA, uh, she really empowered us to do that. She mm. empowered us to find ourselves, to go do other things outside of gymnastics because we know gymnastics isn't forever. It's not everything. You're not a gymnast. She would constantly tell us gymnastics does not define you mm. and you don't need to believe that, you know? It's very similar to performing too, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like performing is a thing you do, but it's not you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's hard to remember that, though, when you're a young kid, like you each Mm -hmm. started in your careers very young, Mm -hmm. and it does become really defining if you're a competitive athlete or a musician or an actor or an artist, Mm -hmm. like that becomes, you get wrapped up in the in the identity of that. And when people say like, oh, what do you like? You automatically go to that. The one thing you do, literally. Yeah, rather than just like little things about yourself. Like, oh, I really like, I don't know, flowers or painting or like all these other tiny things that you do that are just as important. That's so funny. You said that literally earlier today, I was just talking about how I forgot what it was that made me so happy as a a child, like growing Mm. up. I was like, what even makes me happy? You know, like sometimes you have to reflect and just go back to like your inner child. Like Mm -hmm. your inner child is kind of like your guide and like what you should be doing that fuels you, that fulfills you and makes you feel happy and all these things, all these positive things. And yeah, I... What did make you happy as a kid outside of gymnastics? Honestly, it was dancing. Really? Yeah, I loved making making up dances, learning dances on YouTube. I I've always been the type of person to be in my own space, be kind of in my own world, and just like Mm -hmm. loving the music, loving the vibe that I've set for myself. Ever since a young kid, and I still do that to this day. Do you? Mm-hmm. I love that. We were talking yeah. about how important it is to spend time alone. Yeah, yeah, and honor the space that you need for yourself. Totally. I love that. Yeah. I want to ask you um, specifically, what does being confident in yourself look like or feel like to you? What it feels like to me is just like nobody can tell me anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> period. It's just yeah. like you feel like you're on yeah. your own level and your own lane, period. Mm-hmm. And yeah. nobody can veer you off of your path or off of your lane. And obviously that's not the same every single day. Your confidence goes up and down. Yep. But it's just knowing that it's still within you mm. that keeps you keeps me going forward. And how do you keep that on the days that are really rough? I was just about to ask you were, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like mine. Just like because I, I think people listening will get it like on those great days where you do feel like yeah, right. you can tell me anything exactly. I'm on top of the world but I think the the part we're interested in today too is like how do we help people rebound mm-hmm. from a moment that might knock them down honestly daily affirmations it sounds a little cliche but mm-hmm. your affirmations are very specific and they are I am sentences and as the more you say it and even on the days that's hard and tough and you don't necessarily believe it and you're still saying it to yourself in the mirror, you're building your confidence. You're building a foundation for yourself, even Mm. if you don't realize it, but just knowing that you're putting in that work every single day, even when it's hard, it's difficult for you, you're you're gaining confidence. What's an example of an I am statement that you use? I can do anything with the strength of God. That Mm. is 
something mm. that I like to say to myself. Do you have an I am statement, Shay? I need to get better about saying <laughs> them to myself. Yeah. But there are a few that come to mind of just like, I am beautiful. Mm. I am powerful. Mm -hmm. I can do anything I set my mind to. Yeah. When I get anxious or nervous, I'll say, I am protected and I am safe. Yeah. I am protected I, okay. and I am protected. safe. Mm -hmm. I do say that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. So affirmations are just, can be simple. Or sometimes I'll call them mantras. Mm -hmm. They're just simple statements that you can make that kind of, again, retrain your brain. Exactly. To retrain think differently. To love yourself unconditionally. Mm. Absolutely. I love it. I yeah. love it. So Shay and I were talking earlier about developing this relationship with yourself, getting to know you like you would a friend, mm -hmm. right? And with friends, we often stay curious. You know, we meet somebody, we like them, yeah. but we don't know everything about exactly. them. So what are you curious about still learning about yourself? Oh my goodness. I'm very curious about how I can continue to um, kind of surprise myself. I really feel mm -hmm. like a lot of the things that I've done in my life, I didn't really believe that I could do them. And then here I am just accomplishing a lot of goals for myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. So surprising yourself with what you can with do. With what I can do. With yeah. what, what's already within me that I didn't know or forgot. Yeah. Sometimes we just forget. What's know? an example of that? Oh my goodness. What surprised you the most? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, performing at the Met Gala, that was very, very hard. <laughs> oh I was so nervous. What did you do? First of all, what is the Met Gala for people listening who may not know what that is? The Met Gala <laughs> is literally the largest and biggest, greatest, fantabulous fashion <laughs> event in the entire world. And all the celebrities come and they wear the most elegant dresses, outfits, looks. By the top designers, everything. So you can imagine all of the people I look up to are standing in the room waiting, wow. waiting for their mm -hmm. moment, you know, not thinking about me or whatever I'm doing. <laughs> but here I am about to open the mic for them. I'm about Whoa. to open the show. So what goes through your mind in that moment? Yeah. What affirmation are you telling yourself then? So I was blessed enough to have my parents across of the oh. red carpet. They were literally on the other side. So they were keeping me grounded for yeah. real. Like they, you know, it's just like, a familiar face and, yeah. and a whole crowded room of people you look up to, you idolize and like you've drawn inspiration from and people you're just nervous about meeting like and performing for. So it was really calming. I was able to relax. Okay. My heartbeat was literally like 180 a minute. I was going <gasps> crazy. I was like, bro, I'm sweating through my, my blue mesh. I'm like, uh -uh, I can't start sweating. Like I got to look cute. There's cameras in every angle. You better smile at all times. I'm thinking about my fate. I'm thinking about all these little technical mm -hmm, things yeah. that I need to be doing as a performer and as a gymnast. Um, what did your outfit look like? It was this long leg and long sleeve bodysuit, mesh bodysuit. Super cute. What and color? Blue. Okay. It was like a, a royal blue. Okay. Um, and then on top of it was this diamond encrusted. It was just this diamond oh encrusted dress. And it was like kind of mesh as well. It was like net. Okay. So you could see the mesh underneath. So wow. it was like, I was so comfortable. But you did gymnastics in that or no? You changed Not the that. dress. Oh, okay. Not the <laughs> yeah, dress. I was well, like, that's you didn't do no. anything. <laughs> I know. No, not in the net okay. diamond encrusted part, but in the bodysuit. <laughs> she made that bodysuit specifically for the wow. performance and then the dress for the red carpet. I, I was like, that. she thought of it all. That's she, amazing. She had me ready. Yeah, I want to ask something because this is something I wanted yeah. to bring up earlier but I didn't get to it. Um, 
when you're wearing certain things that make you feel really mm. good, does that help with yes. your confidence? Yes. There's a saying, look good, feel good. And mm. sometimes if you are that kind of person, totally fine. Make sure you look good every single day. Yeah. That's what you need to do. That's part of your routine. That's part of what helps build your confidence. It's kind of just about understanding what you need. And also, yeah. I think developing your own style. Yes. Right? I was about to say and that. Staying yeah. and, and not like trying to change for anybody yeah. else. Wear what you want to wear. Wear what you want to wear, but there's also something deeper that you just said too, which mm -hmm. is about taking care of your body, mm -hmm. right? Like whether mm -hmm. that's just like making sure we're like showering regularly Seriously. and like washing our hair and just doing the things that make us feel ready mm -hmm. in that way. Because, you know, sometimes sometimes we don't do that. Yeah. And so taking care of your body in all the ways then I think helps you look good, feel good too. Totally. Yeah. Skincare routine, nighttime Skincare, routine, yeah. mm -hmm. stretch routine, yeah. whatever it is, or your morning routine, make sure you're starting your day off right. You know, keep it consistent. Whatever yeah. it is that works for you, find those little find those little things and stick to them. So that's fantastic. So you have this incredible moment where you surprise yourself that you're able to perform <laughs> at the Met Gala on crazy. stairs that are crazy. concrete right, yeah. um, in front of idols of yours. And right. then talk to me at the end, like when you're done with something like that, do you congratulate yourself mm. quietly and privately? Right. Um, so this was a, another long journey to learn to celebrate yourself and learning yeah. to appreciate the, the work that you put in because we're so used to getting validation from outside sources and everybody else. So it is, it's hard. It's not natural for us to validate ourselves. Totally. So right. when I do surprise myself, over time, I've learned to celebrate myself. And to acknowledge that. And to acknowledge that. Acknowledge like, girl, you did that. Like, don't let anybody tell you different. You accomplished this goal for yourself. Yeah. And you should be proud of that. Do you do that, Shay, after you have a good performance or a great scene or you feel like you've accomplished something you set out to do? Can you celebrate yourself? I think I do it um, mostly in the quieter ways. Like mm. when I get maybe a really good grade on a test okay. that I didn't think I was going to get a good grade on. I... Like, I don't, those aren't things that you, like, throw a party for, whereas for performing at the Met Gala, I'm sure but you it would. Is. Yeah. It is, though. If yeah, it's something monumental it's a little party. in your life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or if I do well in a scene, I, like, it's it's really just I honor that I feel good, and I, t I, I don't, yeah. like, shove that feeling away. I let myself feel really proud of what I've done. Because Shay good. and I were talking before that it's very common, right, for us as a culture, as a family, as a society, we often tell girls, you know, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, mm -hmm. or be confident. Right. And then when a girl expresses that confidence, yeah. we don't like that. Nope. Mm. Then we say, you're being cocky. You're being right? arrogant. You're being, you're being arrogant. too confident. Slow down. Yeah. Tone yeah. it down. And I think you find that when you give compliments to somebody and we automatically go, oh, no, 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 no. You know, mm -hmm. we, we like negate yeah, yeah somebody says you look ever, really good right now you're like oh really yeah like, you don't ever accept the compliment yeah. Yeah. yeah but I think that's a real barrier for learning yes. to like yourself yeah. because it if is. you don't gas yourself up Seriously. to say <laughs> good for me I just did that mm -hmm. right Who, then, how, like why would somebody else right you know? and if yeah. we keep letting other people fill us up we will always be empty yes oh, we'll always yeah. be seeking looking yeah. for somebody else to fill yeah. us up but I also want to say that other people can really help with our self-confidence and totally. I want to tie this back to a lot of the things that you were saying with having your parents at that Met Gala performance mm -hmm. and having an amazing coach who helps you feel really yeah. good about yourself and having an amazing team, yes. amazing teammates. Yes. How does that support system play a role in your self-confidence? It plays a huge role um, on days, those tough days when yeah. you feel like you can't do it or you can't tell yourself, say your affirmations confidently. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you lean, you have somebody to lean on. You have somebody to help pick you up. And then you can do the same for them when they're going through it as well. Mm -hmm. So it's really empowering. You feel like you're not alone. And a lot of times on this journey, we do feel lonely. We feel like we're out here by ourselves. We got to handle everything on our own. Yeah. And it's like bad to ask for help. It's not bad. No. Ask for help if you need help. Yeah. It's okay. And it is okay to not be okay. Right? Yeah, it is okay not to totally. be okay. Can we talk about social media in that mm-hmm. regard? Please. Because I do think that's Please. a space where yeah. you can tend to feel more alone. Like Shay and I talk a lot about yeah. the whole compare and despair. Yeah. You spend a lot of time online looking at other people's highlight reels of their life. Mm-hmm. And you can feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have that. I don't look like that. I'm not doing that. And I wonder what your relationship is like with social media and how it may have played a role or plays mm-hmm. a role in learning to like who you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, when I first kind of got social media, it definitely played a huge role into self-confidence and making me feel like I wasn't doing enough or like I'm kind of behind. I'm like not on the right track. It makes yeah. you feel like I'm not doing enough. And um as you grow and you learn and learn more about yourself, I tried not to compare myself to other people, but really to learn from other people in mm. every opportunity mm. that I have. Because, of course, there is going to be days when you don't feel like you're the best, but you can always gain something from that experience or gain something from not feeling like your best. You can learn something. Yes. And yeah. still be progressing and getting better. I will say what I'm curious about is, you know, we have lots of young listeners and their parents for this podcast. And Shay's community has weighed in quite a bit with mm-hmm. some questions. And I think one of the things we see a lot are, you know, folks that are in the middle of a tough moment. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this episode and the and the book that it's based on is about how to like yourself during those tough days. So I thought maybe we could end with you giving a little piece of advice to somebody listening right now who's not exactly on the same journey that you've been on isn't Mm -hmm. where you are right now in learning to like themselves. What's We talked about affirmations, but is there one other tip or piece piece of advice that we could give somebody listening to get them a little jump started on their journey to liking themselves? I definitely, my little piece of advice is definitely finding what you love to do. That thing that made you so happy as a child, for me, it was dancing. For others, it might be coloring, painting, literally going outside for a walk. Whatever it is, do that. All the time. Mm -hmm. Make sure you save time for that every single day so that you don't skip your own self. Awesome. That was amazing. Thank Thank you you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I love being able to at least tell a little bit of my story and just share some insight that I have. So thank you for giving me this opportunity. There are so many amazing parts of that conversation with Nia. <laughs> I loved the whole thing. It's hard to pick one. It really is. But it really if is. If I could pick something I think is good to point out, it's that Nia talked about what we've been saying yes. and questioning rather, mm-hmm. which is why is it so hard for girls to own what they're good yeah, at. The, and the moments when they feel really confident yes. and really proud of themselves. Yes. And I think that's something we should all continue to think about and try to change, actually. Yeah. Like, saying who you are, what you like, what you do with confidence, with empowerment, and not feeling like that's making you kind of, you know, cocky or arrogant. Absolutely. Because there is a big difference between confidence and arrogance. Oh my God. Yeah. Confidence is something that we all should have and it should be celebrated. You should be confident in who you are. You should love who you are. I love who I am. 
I love that she said that too when you said, do you yeah. really like yourself? And Nia said, I love myself. Mm-hmm. But as you all heard too, it took Nia some time yeah. to learn those lessons. So no matter where you're listening right now, no matter how you feel about yourself, the whole episode is about things that you can do to really change the way you feel about yourself. Yeah. And in the book, Liking Herself, which is what this episode has been inspired by, there is a great section, Shay, that I wanted to kind of read with you and talk about a little bit because I think sometimes people think like self-esteem or confidence is like a fixed thing. And what I mean by that is I think sometimes we think, well, once I get confident, then I'll always be confident. Mm -hmm. Or if I don't have self-esteem, I'll never have Mm self-esteem. And there's this great chapter called, Can I Change My Self-Esteem? And what I liked about it, Shay, is it reminds me of the combos we've had today about choices and things that we can do in small ways that choose ourselves. I really like that. So here's a couple of things that they said, and I'd love to know your thoughts on it. So the first one is sort of make smart choices. And they're really talking about, you know, remembering that your parents and your family might be giving you more freedom to do things on your own. And with that freedom comes responsibility. Mm -hmm. So take care of yourself, protect yourself, and make smart choices for yourself. Yeah. Don't do things that are going to bring down your self-confidence and your happiness level or put you in a spot where you feel really uncomfortable. Right. And I love that because I think when we take action, action builds self-confidence. So I think that's a good one. Don't call yourself names. This is a massive one. And I actually wanted to bring this up. Like even just when you're looking in the mirror, if you don't feel the best, don't say that it's you. Like for instance, if you feel, if you're wearing a pair of pants and you want to go to the place where you say, I don't look good in in these pants. Mm -hmm. Say instead, these pants maybe aren't the best ones for me. Let me try a different one. It's not yeah. you. It's not you. And right. don't call yourself names. Don't bring yourself down. Also, I mentioned this in the interview, so I'm happy that this came up as taking care of your body mm-hmm. in the basic yeah. way. Like, if you don't feel good, rest. If yes. you want to feel great, like, make sure you're doing your best you. Take showers. Like, brush wash your, your teeth, face. Brush, brush your, your teeth. teeth. <laughs> like, all the things yeah. that do make us yeah. feel more alert, awake. I actually, I say this all the time. Like, my favorite part of coming home at the end of a long day is being able to take off all my makeup and wash my face and brush my teeth, get into PJs, like get really mm. comfy and unwind. I think that is one of the most precious parts of a day, like Me too. honoring yourself. The last note that they have in this book is, um, in this chapter rather, is be proud. And it just talks about picking your head up high. It's actually got a beautiful picture of mm. this girl with a crown. It says, you know, walk outside um, and stand tall wearing your beautiful crown. But what I liked about it was it just, it's like, remember who you are. And we're all works in progress, and we're all staying curious, uh, and we're always learning and always growing. And speaking of Shay, we have our friend Katie Hurley with us today. Amazing. Because I do think this episode of liking yourself can feel heavy for some people, too. And I want to acknowledge that, that people are going to be coming to this conversation with all kinds of life experiences. And so we have Katie here to kind of help us talk about As we learn to like ourselves, how do we make sure we're taking care of our bodies and our minds in the process? So let's go to our friend Katie. So important. Indeed. Katie, we're so happy to have you here with us. And we've got we've got great questions today. Um, How do I gain more confidence in my body? I feel like over the past couple of years, my body's been changing and it's making me feel ugly and unlikable. How can I start building a better relationship with the way that I look? Well, I always tell young people to try as best they can to shift that kind of thinking from how do I accept this new body to what does my body do for me? Mm. So 
if you do a little assessment head to toe, and I can use myself as an example, but if you think to yourself, what does my body do for me? Well, start with your brain. What does your brain do for you? It does everything. I mean, it literally does everything, right? It reminds you to keep breathing and doing everything you need to do. And it takes care of business, but your arms, you know, what do your arms do for you? Well, when my kids were little, they, my arms held them right now, my arms play with them and my hands write books. What do my legs do? They take me for a run every day to manage my stress. So, you know, we have to stop thinking about what do I look like? Because that question is really more, what do I look like compared to other people? That's what that question is. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to stop thinking that way, especially when we spend time on TikTok or Instagram or any, or even just magazines, right? Everywhere we turn, we get these messages about what we're supposed to look like. Yeah. Really? we should be thinking, what do we do? What do we do for ourselves? Because that's what our bodies are for. Mm, I love that. I love that too. Um, uh, this this next question kind of ties into that. So somebody asked, how do you develop confidence? It's something I've been trying to get better at, but I'm not sure where I should start. What are some of the first steps? Okay. Two super important things. One, everybody, I don't care who you are, everybody has an inner critic. And sometimes that inner critic gets really loud and it starts telling you that you're doing everything wrong or you're not good at anything or you don't have a thing, right? Yeah. And so step one to that is developing an inner cheerleader Mm. to sort of counter that inner critic. So you can design that however you want in your brain. And I tell people all the time, draw a picture of it, name it, you know, come up with a name for that inner cheerleader. (laughs) And when that inner critic gets a little loud, you can have that cheerleader shake some pom-poms and say, (laughs) Hey, you're doing great. Look at all the great things you did this week. And it sounds silly, but it really works. I actually do it myself, you know? So that's one thing that can help. The second thing is make yourself a strengths board So I know that girls love to do inspo boards. I see them all the time. I like to encourage people to shift that to a strengths board. And so put all the things in words, in picture, in art, whatever you want to do, cutting things out of magazines, however you'd like to express yourself, put it all over a pin board. You know, what are the strengths that you have? Are you a good listener? Are you funny? Are you a good talker? Are you a good friend? Do you make really good cookies? Put all those things on a board because when you walk by that all day, every day in and out of your bedroom, you're going to see, look at all these great things about me. I I do have talents. I do have things that are awesome. And that's how we build confidence little by little. We don't build it all at once. We don't build it because we score a goal in a game. We build it little by little with little things that we do and how our personalities shine. That's more important than achievement. Right on. We've been talking about that confidence is a journey, not always a destination. And it kind of takes time. And also we do talk a lot about action. Like we have to take action to build confidence. Mm -hmm. Those are great, great pieces of advice. Um, Well, last question is uh, somebody wrote in and said, when people compliment me, I feel like they're lying and they just feel bad for me. How do I accept those compliments? You know why we do this? Because it's awkward. But people do this, like even adults do this sometimes where someone says, oh, I love your shirt. And you're like, oh, this old thing. I mean, and it's like, why don't, why yeah. did I just do that? I don't yeah. know why I said that. Or you <laughs> tell people how much it costs or like yeah. something, you know, you're I like, got oh, it at Target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was on sale. It was only five bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> why do we downplay those compliments? Because it's hard. It's, we're not trained 
to feel good about ourselves, especially females and female identifying individuals are not trained to feel good about ourselves. We're actually constantly told that we have to be better and different. And so we're told to alter our appearances and, you know, do this and do that. And so I think we get a lot of messaging just from the general world around us that is stuck inside of us. And so it's up to us to counter that messaging. And so the first step is just being able to take one of those slow breaths and say, thank you. And that can feel hard at first and it can feel awkward because you know what thing girls are told all the time is don't brag. Yeah. Don't have an ego. And it's like, so, and so that sort of affects how we interact with people, but accepting a compliment is not bragging and it's not having an ego. It's being grateful that someone noticed something about you. So that's a reframe on it that you can kind of think about. And then I always encourage people to, to try to do some affirmations on your own. So learn to compliment yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. say, I am friendly. I am kind. I am a good listener. You know, I am thoughtful as, as much as if you can spend five minutes a day complimenting yourself, you can start to realize that the people around you do mean it. They really are telling you things because they like you and they want you to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think this ties back to your inner cheerleader conversation as well, that those sort of mantras, those kinds of, you know, cheers, like I am worthy, I am smart, I am kind, all that, all that kind of retraining the inner critic voice. I think the more we practice being kind to ourselves and believing that you're right, it does allow us to receive that from outside, but we can't kind of accept that compliment with a closed fist. So I also love the idea of like, thanks, and that's all you have to say. You don't have to say anything else after <laughs> yeah. that, right? Like, yeah, just like, absolutely. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And let it be. <laughs> Such good advice, Katie. Thanks as always for being with us. We always love having Katie Hurley here to help us answer some of those tougher questions and have to thank you all for listening and supporting the show, the Smart Girls Podcast with Shay and Jess. If you're an adult or if you're a parent listening with your smart girl right now, you can follow us. And if you wouldn't mind, please write us a review. That really helps us out. And if you're on social media, you can follow us at I'm Jess Wiener, at Shay Rudolph, and at American Girl Brand. We're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, and it's there that you will find some amazing behind the scenes content and video clips from these interviews. Hope you listen. 